Ooh. Oh, I oh I did it wrong. Uh... I'm pissed. I am a fake Don't speak bitch. to me until finale. I am a fighter. I know how to stand up for myself. You can right off. You don't think America's watching all that? I don't care who anybody is. No one's ever going to be able to take the fight out of me. Period. Period. And a story. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Big Brother 24, uh, week three veto episode has finished airing, but we're just going to start here on Super Mater Brothers podcasting as we're uh, here to cover this episode and this week, and we'll even get into some spoiler coverage later on. I'm Dave Mater, joined by my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jamil Robinson, riding back in an Uber from San Diego Comic-Con as we speak. Jamil. I'm back. I'm back. You think I could miss that many episodes of Big Brother and not, you know, want to chomp at the bit? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Uh, this was an intense one. Pretty intense, guys. Uh, we got to see um, a lot going on behind the scenes. A lot of the stuff with Taylor that you know we hadn't really seen on the show too much so far. It, it came to fruition. Jeff. Uh, how, I, I, was... Dave, I just have to say before you even ask me your question, I officially have the two worst picks in BB. I can't believe I picked the two bullies of the show <laughs> of the show nicole and daniel um what do you make yeah what do you make of this tonight this was something else now we i've heard a lot about like taylor's getting bullied by the house uh that's been kind of talked about a lot but that hasn't really necessarily always been shown um you know and uh i, I thought that this particular version of things uh, that happened right before the veto competition where nicole and daniel basically chewed out um uh, Taylor, uh, for no reason, you know? Yeah, it was crazy. It was, you know, Nicole is lost in her own mind about Taylor having attitude or something when she's talking to her or something like that. And I think she just took it way too far and then riled Daniel up, who Daniel was also riling her up when she was in the bed crying. So, like, they're these, they're kind of like they're bad for each other in the game. My two picks. Uh, yeah, I think that's accurate. They, they are, there's some negative influence going on here kind of across the, on both of their parts, but I don't, I don't know who the genesis of it is, but, um, I think it's Daniel, Daniel, so, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why he's obsessed with the fact that he was the HOH the first week that he made Taylor an enemy and you know, it, that that's just the way it has to be. We saw a scene tonight where, uh, you know, he was explaining to Nicole, like, look, like I put her up. That's, you know, and he said the same thing in the DR. And it's just like, no, you don't necessarily have to do that. You you can adapt and be like, oh, maybe the person I put up is someone I want to work with. Like, maybe that was a mistake because you that that is the person you should probably get to know the best. You know, if you're the HOH or, you know, that's how you should play it. Daniel, uh, no. Right. Like, so OK, it just it just goes to show you. It just goes to show you how great of a player Dr. Will, Dan are, these type yeah. of players who can pivot so easily. These these people, they say they're super fans. Right? And you can be a fan of the show, but I could be a fan of the NBA. I'm not going to be Michael Jordan. And no. you can see it there. Like the gameplay is totally different. They can't pivot. They have it in their mind that they, they have like a, a specific agenda and that agenda does not change. They're not adaptable. And you see right there, Daniel's a terrible player, right? Not because he's a, he's a fan of It's because he cannot adapt to the situation that's in front of him. I'm pissed. That is, that is 100% accurate, I think, Dave. Like, I think Daniel's one of these players and Nicole, their tunnel vision, they, 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 they get their, you know, mind fixed on an idea and they won't let go of it. And... Uh, Amira is a much better player, but that's why she is the smart person to target, you know? Uh, if you're going to go after somebody from that side, if you want to call it that now, because we see this leftovers alliance gets born in this episode, Jeff, yes. um, that, that, you know, they're coming for uh, for dinner, says uh, 
for Kyle. Where it was it's one of the, the, the most last clips I picked. Where is he? Oh. Bring your appetite to America because the leftovers are about to become the main course. They're about to become the main is course. That the ne- is that the next alliance, the main course? I can't bet you it is. Five bucks it is. It was the pound. It was the leftovers. <laughs> it's the pooch. Uh, it's 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 pose something or other. Like there's been so many alliances, I can't even keep track. We're only week three. Um, yeah. Oh, what's going to uh, come throughout here? But um, okay, like to start off the episode, you know, we got uh, Taylor or Turner's HOH, you know, coming out here. He's put up Michael and uh, Brittany. But, uh, you know, there's all this talk of like, oh, we have to get Taylor out. And Nicole is like, well, if I have to go up next to Taylor because she's my festy bestie, then then so be it. But then like this is where the episode really starts to lose me is where or or engage me, maybe, because, you know, um, she comes in here, Nicole, into like one of the rooms and she says, can I have the room? And like everyone has to clear out and she just cries because I, I Jeff. I am sick of this shit with these people who are like, I'm a competitor and I don't, I don't throw competitions and wow, wow, wow. Like I'm so tired of this narrative from players. If you don't want to throw the competition, don't throw the competition or do, but shut the fuck up and stop crying under your sunglasses. You know, like what the hell? You tell me. I love this fire. I love this fire. Oh, it's only getting started. It's uh, only getting started because yeah, like everyone's like, oh, it's, did she get news about her mom and her cancer and all this stuff? And you would think that that's what she's upset about, but no, no, she's. It was, it was great TV though. <laughs> the prospect that she's gonna have to lose a competition because in her softball league she's the greatest uh, ever or something, and she you know she can't stand <laughs> not to be the best or whatever the hell is her issue. I don't know. We see this more on Survivor, where it's like, I'm a competitor, and I just want to compete. I want to beat the best. I don't like throwing things, you know. Big Brother, what are you, you're a competitor at what? Like, running and building a puzzle on top of a, of a, you know, like a statue? Wacky, like, wacky carnival games. Wacky yeah, carnival games. I don't lose wacky carnival games. I don't. You know? I, I go for it every time. Like, what is, why are people like this? Why is this so often? It's just it's a mindset in some people get it to in sports that the and it works for people, you know, like a lot of great athletes think that way, you know, that's how they but, push through to win the championship. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they're not great athletes. They're the type of people that when they go to a carnival, the people running the games are licking their lips. They're so excited, like, oh, so close. They're dropping like a hundred dollars <laughs> to get a stupid bear that's worth six bucks. Right, right, you know, and and I think like in this episode, she's crying because she has to throw this competition. Then she's she's complaining about um, Taylor to Daniel, right? And then we're getting all these diary room sessions kind of sprinkled in, where it's like, well, um, you know, uh, we have everything locked up, but Taylor doesn't fit into our alliance. We are, we're good with everybody in the house except for Taylor. That's why she has to go. She has to go, guys. Like I'm like, guys, there's 14 people in the house. Like, including the two of you. Like, what are you talking about? What are you, what are the fresh fuck are you talking about? You know, in this, like, oh, Taylor, with with Taylor here, the whole plan goes to hell. Like, my, my, my master plan to win is, is never going to win with her here. It's like, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's, it's, it's classic Dave players playing too hard, thinking they're better than the game or bigger than the game where it's like, this is just what you're supposed to do. If you're the HOH the first week and you put somebody up and they stay around, you know, you have to keep trying to get that person out. Like that's the kind of mindset that I see from a Daniel and a Nicole. And we have a mirror trying to like basically just use Yaz and certain players as numbers. And she's doing, she was doing it very effectively, but now it's not going to work. The boys you know? are on to her, which was another part of the episode where, you know, before this, they were kind of saying like, what if we go after Amira, right? In this yeah. episode, she's the head of the snake, as they say here. Right? I think she um, is. Yeah. Yeah. We don't actually get to see the veto ceremony in this episode. It's like they, they they're saving it for tomorrow night. Um, you know, so we'll get to it in spoilers what actually happens but what, you know, what they did was they screwed up they screwed up and they didn't spend enough time on all of this that happened over the like the long episode that we got on sunday 
and this should have been there. Some of it should have been there, and we could have got the vetoes. Everything could have been on schedule, but they yeah. waited until the last minute, and now this is the situation that we we have in front of us. Right, because maybe they didn't expect to show all this stuff before, like the, the the this drama that blew up before the veto comp. I don't know if they had that on Sunday or not. Well, they had to show it because if it fits into what's going to happen at the veto meeting, you know, like that. When Amanda told me, and we'll get to that later in the spoilers, but when we get to what happens at the veto meeting, that doesn't happen unless all this stuff happens. So they have to show it on the show. You know, I think they were trying to sweep it under the rug though for a while. Well, that that's the truth. They've been playing it both ways. They like to sprinkle in, you know, Taylor getting mistreated, but at the same time, they're showing these stupid like Taylor's dre- uh, wearing a dress and people are rolling their eyes and like they're they're trying to have it both ways. And now it's come to the point where the truth is coming out, right? And they have to change gears in terms of their narrative, right? I don't really get it. Like Taylor seems just like a nice person. Like I don't understand this hatred toward her. You know, it seems to be like misplaced. Like like they think she's like a bratty teenager, but she's. I don't feel like she is at all. You know, like no, like I think everything in this whole narrative and this whole like this thing with Nicole and Taylor and Daniel before the veto comp sums up everything that's been going on in this house for three weeks, right? Where you know, like uh, after like Daniel leaves. Then, like, you know, t- who's the first in to try to comfort Nicole? Taylor. And try to be nice to her, right? You know, joined by uh, Amira and, and Yaz. Um, and then, you know, like, she's and like, Taylor, oh, I'm just... Yeah, you're right, dude. Taylor's trying with them. They don't want to hear it. They just want to hate her. They just... She's... she's They're not... She's not part of their plans. They, they've talked themselves into this idea that she's a bad person, Right. You know, that's all they have to do, think about 24-7 for, but, like, for 21 days. Why? Do you think, okay, what, I think it was kind of brought up today, uh, like, in the episode with by Daniel, with this whole thing about Paloma. Like, do you think this whole thing goes back to Paloma and Paloma didn't it, trust the it, girl? It does. Yeah, right? Okay, like, so l- l- let me try to summarize it for everyone. Okay, so um, Daniel and Nicole blame what happened with Paloma with Taylor. Because Taylor was going on about making sure your mental health and everything. So when Nicole started to cry, right, and, uh, you know, Taylor went to comfort her, right, key things that Taylor said, Nicole got in her head that uh, Taylor was trying to trick her, quote unquote, trick her into quitting the game, right? And that set them off, right? They have this narrative in their head that Taylor is a terrible person and they have tunnel vision and they don't want to change it. This also goes into the reason why you want to get rid of a, a mirror instead of Taylor or Daniel. Because if you're on the other side of the house, you don't want someone who's smart enough to pivot like a mirror, right. right? And leave them in the house. You want to leave the people that are so bullheaded that their their path is so clear that you can easily make plans around their foolish decisions. And that Nicole and Daniel are playing that to a T. Mm-hmm. Taylor's trying to manipulate and capitalize in this moment while Nicole's in a vulnerable state. When, when he said that shit about like you know America's watching you and all that nonsense, I'm oh, yeah. like, I'm like, no man, like America's watching you too. Like you, you know, like I, I don't understand how you not have no self awareness of what you're doing. You, you can know? right off. You don't think America's watching all that? You know, he's like, just from this oh, moment on, to, stop with the lays. No more lays. Stop. From this point on, just stop. With the lays? With the lays? With the like, lays? Was, I love that. Like, I love that. Like, she was just chill. Like, she seems like a very chill, cool person. I don't understand why they're treating her this way. It makes no sense. You know? So, uh, if you listen to Paloma's exit interviews, um, she's delusional. <laughs> she needs help. Right? Yes. And um, she's like, oh, um, what you see in the live feeds isn't exactly all that happened. Which I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> That's the stance you're going to take? Uh, so I think a lot of people have that kind of mindset that um, they have the narrative in their head and it doesn't really matter what happens. It, it, like they fit it. It, it needs to be to true. Because yeah. after three weeks of living it, it has to be true. How could they go back and be look stupid? Right? You know, and- like... Yeah, and it's also easy target. Get the easy target. No, it's not me. You know, not people, me. You know, anybody but right? me. 
Yeah, but you know, what, you don't have to take. But what they did here, I guess the you know, and I agree with you, Mary, that they, they I think there was it started off they didn't like her because she's a pretty pageant girl, uh, especially for Paloma, who started this like she's not in the click, right? And you know, they started girls, girls because. Taylor uh, wasn't a girl's girl and neither was Nicole. Nicole wasn't in that either, but Brittany was, but I think it's just based on who was in the room at the time when that kind of formed. Um, and, and now it's like, well, now she's, she's the public enemy. Jeff, I go back to like big brother 16 and Donnie always, right. Who was yeah. the nicest guy. Right? right. You know, he was just tickle pink. Right? right. But even like, I remember like Cody and Derek and Frankie and these guys, they would pile on and they were just in their heads. They'd go, Donnie is like the worst human being ever. You know, they almost have to like punch themselves in the face to get all pumped up to hate somebody who they don't really hate, but they well, it, that person is in their way in their mind towards yeah. winning the game. That's that's how they motivate themselves. They're the hero. The other person, the opposition, is the villain that needs to be stopped. They have this hero complex and they want to win. So they keep telling the lies that they tell themselves to keep motivated, to keep going. Donnie's the worst person in the world. Um, you know, uh, Taylor, you know, she's a deceptive, manipulative piece whatsoever, right? We see it time and time again. Yeah, I guess if you come into the house with like the predisposition that certain players are going to be gaming hard looking to cut your throat and you're, you're kind of got your back against the wall if you feel like that way and you're like you have to trust your gut and whoever gives you bad vibes you have to like you know kind of you know go toward that and like i feel like nicole's whole thing here where she wanted to be put up on the block with taylor was just like a complete overplay she didn't need to do it you know if it happened okay but like she i don't understand where this I think for Daniel, she's almost, she's almost doing it for Daniel uh, because Daniel, in Daniel's mind, he can never work with with Taylor because he put her up and she survived the block and et cetera, et cetera. And, and something about Paloma, like what in the hell did Taylor do to make like that was a ridiculous thing? I couldn't believe that he said that. Like I was like, what? Like. <laughs> It, it, from what I've observed, it didn't seem anything. The like hilarious that. thing is, Paloma didn't even like Daniel. Paloma <laughs> doesn't even like Daniel. The no. first night, they were like, "We need to get rid of Daniel." <laughs> so it's, uh, it's I wish they would have. He wore the first HOH. Like, do you, um, you, wait, I have. Do you think there's something to the fact that Paloma was kind of going through a rough time right before she left? Right, like right before she left, she was going through a rough time because she was actually like to taylor's face being one way whereas you know she, she was struggling the same way nicole was struggling tonight right you know yeah, i'm telling you taylor like i'm telling you taylor right now i don't even want to hear it and i'd rather go to sleep than hear you try to explain yourself because i'm so tired and that sounds rude is that rude is that am i being rude, rude. yeah am i being really rude to you just a little bit <laughs> Just a little bit, <laughs> you know, like that's really what's going on here again. But now Daniel's doing it. So and Nicole and Nicole. Yeah, but Nicole a was doing it in a much more. She talks about passive aggressive and she is like being passive aggressive and Taylor. Yeah, was being she's, passive -aggressive. <laughs> she's fucking passive aggressive as all hell. You know, you know, she's she was a cop for 10 years. I was a cop for 10 years. I am a fighter. I know how to stand up for myself. Do you? Really? You didn't confront her when you were so upset in the room. You went and bitched about it behind her back and made yeah. everyone basically riled them all up so that when you did confront her, you thought you would have support, which then you didn't. Like, it all backfired on her. It was complete. Huge. Huge. On both of them. On and both. The I, I think the leftover, Leftovers Alliance, like, I think it's formed at the end of this episode with Taylor in it uh, because of what happens here. You yeah. know, I think like Joseph and Kyle and a couple of the others, they're, uh, they're just like, what the heck? Like, what's this about? Like, wh why? Why? I, I, this can't have looked good on the show. Like, I don't want to be associated oh. with that. So um, why not work with Taylor? She's a competitor anyway, and she's not that bright. So therefore, I can probably work with her down the stretch. Yeah. Daniel and Nicole are going to hit the block a lot going forward. That's my, my opinion. Yeah, uh, I saw this. This graphic came up today uh, uh, on one of the Big Brother forums. Uh, you know, it's like the whole um, the lawful, neutral, and chaotic, and then evil, neutral, and good. 
Uh, so chaotic neutral is indie. That's hilarious. <laughs> chaotic neutral being indie. I don't know if you can see this, Jamil. <laughs> lawful but, neutral. Yeah. Uh, with Amira being lawful evil, Daniel being neutral evil, uh, Nicole being chaotic evil, which is the worst of them all. This is uh, actually yeah. agree with everything, every one of them. And I just like I love Terrence in the bill. Um, just he's, he's neutral, and, neutral. Terrence and Indy. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the the good people, I suppose, right? Um, Dave, did you get um the Indy clip where she talks about the dragon rising? Oh, uh, I think I did. Yeah. What did your mom call you? No, I didn't get that yet. No, sorry. I had. Uh, oh, Lord. Was... oh, Lordy, Lord. Yeah. No, I didn't get that. Indy wasn't barely in this episode. There was a few people barely in the altercation. Like I think, like they showed Turner and his. He was in his bed. He was like Alyssa. Friend. Alyssa wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, Alyssa wasn't there. Um, you know, even though Turner's the HOH, he's not in it a ton. No. He just has a few conversations with people, really. And right. it's funny, like, uh, I actually really liked this episode because at the beginning, Turner was like, yeah, it seems like, like to make a lot of sense to get Taylor out. And you really saw the evolution of, of what happened over a course of, like, a week. You right. know? Like, I really enjoyed this episode of Big Brother because it was what I want from the show. I want you to show me how the game evolved in, like, one week and why it did. And, you know, tell that story. Well, what did you think? Okay, just to kind of go back to the earlier point in the episode, because there's this conversation around the pool table with Monty and Taylor uh, earlier on. And he's like, well, why why haven't you opened up? Because I think they see Taylor as a loner, someone who hasn't made had uh, had much luck making friends, particularly with the girls. Uh, A lot of that having to do with Paloma, as we know, and maybe Nicole and and Amira and a few others, but who it's benefiting them to keep her sort of on the outsides. Uh, She talked about like growing up and having, I don't know, like racism within the black community and with other um, minorities. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I, I have some awareness of this as a, but I, I, I don't have much, a full understanding of it, but does this like, does this conversation do something to convince Monty that Taylor is maybe not what others say she is. Yeah. I think that that's exactly why it's in the show. Dave is it's a show that Monty and Taylor are going to start to understand each other. I think that they were putting Taylor in this, they were labeling her really right from the beginning of the show. And now it's like, you spend enough time with people, you start talking to them. You're like, no, they're just, a regular person and actually they're really nice and you know you usually get to know them uh and you change your mind you should you know but some people in this house are not doing that you know so that's a shame right so like monty willing to adapt it seems and kind of evolve versus daniel and nicole who are just like spiraling out of control because that hoh didn't go daniel's way yeah exactly like like dude you won the first hoh don't think you're gonna win the game with whoever you got out the first week that's not how it works you know you 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 need to network you need to play well play nice with everybody like he didn't do any of that he just kind of like built his like he's like i'm tight to nicole and that's it and then anything else i'll just kind of you know float my way around like this terrible strategy like everything he did i was like oh and then nicole (laughs) I thought she had a a chance with the girls. Even I was like, okay, she seems like she's in a strong position in the house. No, now she's completely imploded. And these this these two draft picks, Dave, are my two worst ever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't care who anybody is. No one's ever going to be able to take the fight out of me. Period. 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 Yeah. No. Don't you take the fight out of Nicole. And don't talk to me till finale. And don't you talk to me. You're dead to me. You know? From here on out, do not speak to me. You know, and he's like, do not speak to me till the finale. And, and I love Taylor. Are you taking me to the finale? Yeah, Are you taking awesome. me to final two? I couldn't <laughs> believe this guy, man. Like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, what a child. What, what like, a- even, even if he wants to take on face value what she said, what he's saying, Nicole, Nicole to- tells Daniel that Taylor said, it's okay if you want to quit or if it's okay, you know right is that really what you're gonna tell her not to talk to you about for the rest of of life you you don't want to get any context or information there 
yeah like uh, it's brutal like it's just like is that how you treat people in real life like you just (laughs) cut them out or like yell at them and just you know be like get out of my face i never see you again like is that how you oh man it's yeah, I, I just think like, you know, and obviously like Taylor's in tears trying to like apologize because at first, at first, like she goes to Daniel blows up at her. She doesn't even understand why. And then, you know, she goes to she looks at Nicole and goes, what's up? What's happening? She's like, well, you'll just have to talk to him about it. Yeah, doesn't take any ownership. For and then when she goes to try to talk to to Daniel, he blows up at her. But th- this at least lets Taylor know, oh, it's about Nicole. It's because Nicole's mad at me. Right. right? And, and it's so like. She, yeah, it's like Nicole should have just owned up to it right there. Like, why did she make her go get yelled at Daniel by even more? Like, that's what she did, you know? Yeah, he's like, don't you even come over here. Don't you even come over here, Taylor. You, you, you No, know, I just told you never to talk to me again. Yeah, I, I walked over here to talk to Amira and Yaz because I didn't want to talk to you. Yeah, and now you're here. And now, how dare you? How dare you say these things? To Nicole, you were supposed to be gone, gone. You were supposed to be gone, and now I, I now I'm yelling at you across the room, and you just see like I just I kept looking at the other house guests, like you know they're all like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah, they're all traumatized, so, right? Oh, this is not good. Yeah, we're turning into season fifteen all over again. Oh, <laughs> if you were there, if you're if you're like Michael in that situation, Jeff, what yeah. do you say anything, or do you just let this play out? Um, that's a good question. It's hard, you know. Like, let's be honest with with each with ourselves. Most likely, you're not going to say anything. You'll just be like, "Holy crap, this person's bearing themselves," because you can't listen to that conversation and just say, "Are you insane? This is on television, and this is the approach that you're taking to solve this issue." Oh my gosh! Like, and then you like pick up the pieces in the end. Right, but when you see some, like you see Taylor in pain, like you know, with her uh, cried, and doesn't she deserve uh, sympathy? Like apparently Nicole did a few minutes ago. Yes, but at the same time, you know the social dynamics of the house. You're gonna follow up with her afterwards, right? Which is what happens ultimately. Yeah, you know. And and look, it's gonna be rare that someone's gonna stop the conversation right then and there, just because of the power dynamics, right? Now. Yeah. Um, Kyle should have stepped in, right? People of that nature. Michael, who's at the bottom, even though he's in alliances, I can understand why one wouldn't step in. What about Terrence? Yeah, Terrence, Ter- Terrence is just happy to be there because he was he was right up close. You can see he's right in there. Where? Um, Where is he? Oh, there he is. Yeah, okay. He's on the right. This all this big the fight generally happens mostly in the bathroom. Um, and uh, Monty's present, Terrence is present, Joseph is kind of like there, but they're all, all three of them are not saying anything, they're just kind of watching this play out. Um, you know, Monty was watching it too, you know, like it was he could have stood up and said something, you know what I mean? Like he didn't, or just say, like, maybe you guys need a, need a minute to cool off and then come back to this yeah. or something. Right, but maybe to Jamil's point, like let them bury, let them bury themselves, let 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 them ruin their game. It's hard like, not to, you know, like you're on a show and you're like, well, it, the the less you act, sometimes the better, you know. You don't want to, you don't want to yeah. put your foot in your mouth and really ruin your game. So you're just kind of always observing. Look at that hand Monty put on Nicole's leg there. He's trying to console her, and they're all wearing sunglasses, like these like friggin' sunglasses inside. Uh, like in the bathrooms, so I guess so no one can see their eyes. Is this a poker game? I do feel like Daniel and Nicole are playing this game way too hard. They they're looking at it like it's on hard mode, and they need to you know go balls to the walls, and you know it's just crazy. It's just like dude, chill out, like get to know the people. You know why we right? You got you you got a long time to go in this game living why? with these people. Yeah, you don't like the, the really the number one rule of Big Brother is don't make enemies with really like real enemies with anybody. And Always if you do, talk. like at least pretend to make up. Yeah. Right. Ultimately, like I've seen, we've seen people scream at each other and whatever and then they go on to live with each other and go to party in vegas together but like maybe that will happen with this cast i don't know but it feels everyone's uh, gonna make up at the end and they're gonna be besties but not really besties 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 (laughs) yeah festy besties all right fellas i'm sorry i gotta i gotta jet 
Okay. It was nice talking to be with you, and um, I hope to continue talking um, in the near, very near future. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll catch up Sunday because uh, we, we, Jeff and I are playing hockey tomorrow night, trying to keep our playoff life alive. You guys are going to win. Don't worry. Remember, yeah. the other team is the enemy, and they're evil no matter what they they're do. They're evil no matter what, and how yeah. dare they tell me how, to, if it's okay to quit? How dare they get in your way? How yeah. dare they? No, no. Don't even talk to me, other team, until the finale. <laughs> Milton Bombers. Um, so. All right. Be well, everyone. Sam, everyone else, uh, have a good night. And, yeah, Jamil, welcome back. Thanks. It's good to be back. Yeah. Jeff, what did you think of the actual competition? Woodstack. Um, it was pretty whatever. I mean, okay, we didn't even talk, Dave, about the Yaz... The Yaz of it all. God damn. Uh, I, I mean, the, she's already on a scooter. She <laughs> has a cast on her ankle. She passes out just from being in the harness. Just the thought of going up like six feet. Yeah, like how, how far up was this? Like, I, I, I'm afraid of heights too. I don't want to disparage it, Jeff. But uh, let's have a look here how far they were. So, okay, like Michael's pretty tall. Uh, I would say that it's twice as tall as Michael. Maybe two and a half even. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, but, you know, you're in a harness and whatever. 18 feet, maybe. Like, you know, something like that, 20 feet. I'll tell you this. I didn't buy it. Her little pass out thing. Yeah. I. Th- well, I, I <laughs> she drives me nuts. I mean, as a... She's she is the was what was the girl from New York last year? It's me. <laughs> it's me. Oh, Brittany. Brittany. She's kind of the Brittany of this cast, where she's like so hard to watch in the DR, but on the show you're like, it's oh, that's me. yeah, <laughs> yeah. She kind of reminds me of that caricature type. Um, <laughs> Oh my God, she's. Because you see here, like I was confused. I was as confused as Amira is here. Like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it but... wasn't even that. Uh, she had to wear a suit, and get she had to wear a harness. Uh, uh, you know, and like, okay, just when they go to commercial here, she looked like she... she was dead, or uh... like. Or she was like, I don't know. Is this like, was she literally in some kind of like a vegetative state here? Yeah, like that's. The, I laughed. I was like, it's like they picked that to leave the show off, and I was like, it. It looks like the Sixth Sense, you know. <laughs> she looked- I think she's allergic to competitions, Jeff. Yeah, I think so. I don't think she likes being in these competitions. I think she's got anxiety around how she's going to be viewed as a comp threat or not. Because remember when, like in that one that she ended up rolling her ankle on the coming down, she did pretty well. As I recall, like that was just like an obstacle course. I think she won her heat right against Terrence, Um, you know, and then she bowed out of that other one, you know, like I, I I rolled my ankle, you know, I, I remember right before the curling season, like 10 years ago, it sucks. I'm not, I know what it's like, but you can, function like she had an air cast on and uh, i don't know so she so it ends up being instead of a three-way battle it's just a two-way battle mm-hmm. instead which i kind of didn't like i wish they brought another festy bestie group in to compete well i'm like well what's the point why here? not why not they built the friggin' stack and no it has to be the hoh and the and why can't you give why can't you give um turner a new partner yeah, oh, well, that I disagree with. I would do a whole new fuck day toys. You know, that's a whole thing. Like in Australian Big Brother, Dave. Oh yes, Australian Big Brother. I was waiting for how long of a reference we would have to take. <laughs> in Australian Big Brother, a lot of the times the HOH, the head of house, has nothing to do with nominations, and their nominations come from like a collective vote. You know, right? So. Like if they, you know, with this, you know, and who gets to be in the competition, especially on the second. So what they do is they nominate three people sometimes, and then they have to do a second chance challenge with all three people, and whoever wins gets safe, and then the remaining two people remain on the block. They could do something like that, you know. 
Yeah. Um, and like the only thing that was interesting to me about the competition was, was kind of like the diary rooms themselves because like, it was like, well, obviously everyone who wanted Michael and, and, um, uh, yeah. Brittany were the Brittany, people sorry. on the wrong side of the house. Yeah. Everyone and Michael and Brittany to win it so that they could re backdoor somebody else. Okay. First of all, even if they had put up Taylor, it wouldn't have been a backdoor because Taylor played in the veto. Now, maybe since Nicole's trying to throw the competition, they just use that term now. But yeah. I don't think they would have won anyway. Even if they Nicole and Taylor had tried here, I don't think they would have won against this team. I think that uh, you know, but uh, it was nice. To, it was kind of it was kind of uh, nice to see how how happy Brittany was because you know this is Michael's third veto win in a row, but Brittany's first, of course, um, as a co a co winner of, of it with Michael. Uh, it was it was. I don't know. I was kind of. She's not my favorite house guest, but she has her moments. She, yeah. I think she's um, able to adapt, like Jamil was saying. Like, I think she has. Um, I think she'll do okay. You know. Uh, how did how did you roll? My, how how did I roll it? I rolled it in ball hockey. Like we were playing on this like this gym floor in like a school that was like kind of like a rubber floor uh and it was i just rolled it all of a sudden speak speaking of britney though um she's she's going through this competition as a hulk woman she said right right and did she like did i can't remember uh a she hulk perhaps she saw her husband here like appear yeah at the end of the obstacle course are you asking if it was actually her husband i think it was yeah i think it was but it was so, it was so strange it, it likes it was weird it was really weird in the episode i'm trying to see if i can find it um i may have skipped over it in that part of the recording but yeah like it's like they took him out of a photo and then they like superimposed him yeah. into like the end of the obstacle course yeah, I can't believe they did that. It was hilarious, but it was... <laughs> we don't know him. No, we haven't seen him yet. No, he was all we know of him as a stick ghost figure. He's a yeah. He was like this two dimensional character that showed up, uh, like cut out of a magazine and like pasted into the show. Um, anyway, so that was that was that was something bizarre. Uh, anyway, so, but seemingly like everything's going well here. Uh, and then there's sort of like this whole conversation where Mont, is it like, it starts off with like Joseph kind of talking to some of the guys about, you know, we had to go through this plan to get a mirror out because they had already the pound, you know, pooch had been run out of the pound, Jeff, and they, they were the pound, but the pound becomes the leftovers by the end of this episode. Yep. Pretty much. Effectively. They kind of talk about it. I don't know how they decide to bring in Brittany. Is that Michael's idea? Yeah, I would imagine so. And, you know, this big alliance is kind of really Kyle is the mastermind. I don't think we're giving him enough credit on this episode. He's doing really, really good work in the house. He's really, he too pivoted. He easily could have stuck with Alyssa and gone with these girls. That would not have been good for him, though. Right. Well, I think they, I think a lot of the guys have clued into that there's a girls girls alliance. Remember, Kyle talks about, I talked to Alyssa about the girls thing. And and she let it slip. She let it slip, and she worse than that. She she played it nervous. Yeah, right. You know, if you get caught, I think that's the that. How do you if you if you're like if someone puts you on the spot in the Big Brother house yeah. about your alliance or about something, you know, you uh, you, you you if you choose in that moment, okay, I'm going to come clean about this, but I'm going to try to deflect it or whatever, or I'm going to say, well, that that was a thing, but it's not anymore. Half truth. Uh, you know a half truth yeah like you can't seem nervous about it right i think it's just like the big lesson here i took from it um or reminder i suppose it seems obvious but um it's it's you know i think that that moment led to part of this right at least for kyle's trajectory right um and coming together and so monty then like approaches taylor like while she's alone in the hoh she's like hey if you want to meet me tonight in the hoh room something might happen right and she's yeah. just you know uh and she's like well she's got nothing else to do right you know um why, yeah, why? Like, yeah she needed just somebody like that like monty has been that person for her to kind of just extend a hand and be like hey come hang out that's kind of what it felt like to me you right know? and so they you know so they come together in the room here you got you know you got turner who i feel 
they talk about like, let's get the leftovers together. Let's get the outsiders together. We talk about this every season. I don't know if Monty is really an outsider or a leftover. No, um, no, but, he's the not. Yeah, he's kind of the one who doesn't seem like he would he would necessarily be in this. But I feel like you know it's come together. Uh, obviously, they're they're gonna go after Amiri here. This is like this is like the power alliance because um, that the pound kind of started and then becomes the leftovers. But it's got you know, like it seems like Brittany and Taylor. Well, obviously, for Taylor, like why wouldn't she be thrilled with this? Right. Yeah. They but, basically served it to her on her lap. And she's, but, yes, she's going to eat that, you know? Right. I mean? But for Brittany's standpoint, who was in Girls Girls, right? You know, like she could have stuck with that or she could have like played double agent here or whatever. But she seems not willing to, because she talks, she's obviously close with Michael. And, and she feels like even though she's in the Girls Girls, that she's definitely at the bottom of it, that she doesn't fit in with like the click. Yeah. I think right? she knows that that's that's not gonna win her the game either you know what i mean like at a certain point you need to be like okay what's my best path to get to the end and when you see you have to like watch the house and how it reacts and how it moves it's a living organism and it's not just going to be a girl's alliance to the end you know like people want it to be or so you know for some reason you know right it's, well, I think I, they they like they like the idea of that being like the 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 season, like the story of the season. I think especially for Amira, who I think like the guys have kind of seen through, right? You know, Big Brother isn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. It's not I as mean, hard. Amira and Paloma would have been a fierce like duo, you know, had Paloma stayed. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think that they would have like probably run this thing for a while. I think they would have been, you know. The, the, like one competition difference, right? Because they even talked about how Amira in that competition with Turner in the H in this HOH, yeah, you know she that she was won. seconds away from winning, right? Yeah. And That's so, like and so they decided, like, why not target her if Turner can barely beat her? And I was like, I don't know why that's a thing, but well, I you... mean, it was she did good in the competition, but that's not the only reason to get rid of her. The the main reason to get rid of her is that she's the smartest one on the other side of the house. You know, as, as strategically, you know, so you get rid right. of her, and then who's left? I mean, Daniel, Terrence, Alyssa, uh, N- Nicole, Alyssa. Uh, is Terrence yeah. even in their numbers? Uh, why yeah. isn't Terrence? Why isn't Terrence in this leftovers alliance? Yeah, yeah he should be there instead of Monty. You would think, right? But yeah. it's Monty uh, or Turner, even right? But I guess they need Turner for this renom to create this alliance. So. Yeah. Being the HOH at the right time seems to be uh, as a, as big of a thing as any. Because remember when McCray was in the moving company? Yeah, it's he Turner reminds me so much of McCray. So yeah, such, such a similar player. Uh, you know, yeah, barely knows what's going on. Not, but pl- kind of also. I don't know. Um, yeah. So Amira Amira has no idea this is coming. Uh, Kyle, who remember is Daniel's bestie, right? <laughs> like, is he? So that's actually smart, you know. The alliance he's creating, Daniel would be like a number one target. So if he sits on the block next to him, that would be smart to try and get him out for sure. Yeah, uh, I really liked how this was like coming together here at the end, and then just to. Uh, Except I would have liked to have seen the 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 the, the, the competition itself, because you you know I like, I like it ends here with Amira having no idea this is coming, right? Yeah, you know, assume we're assuming it's gonna it's gonna they're gonna follow through here, um, you know. And Jeff, question here from Sam is, yeah. uh, what do you think is the bigger blindside? Is this or Stephanie in Big Brother Canada ten? Did I watch Big Brother Canada? You did. We did a whole podcast series on it. Steph- which one was Stephanie? Stephanie was the one who uh, didn't know that the Canada had Great Lakes. Um, uh, no. Uh, sort of. What did she look like? Uh, she, uh, you know. The DMs oh. are popping. You know, she had like the the big boob dress. Was that right? Was that a good? blindside yes but will Mira be a blindside like that i don't think so because what when we get to the spoilers you'll see why well i i think it's because i think it's gonna be different because i think amira is gonna know she's the target between her yeah. and terrence are they gonna tell her terrence is the target i don't know no that's not what right. happens you you well, man told me what happened at the uh thing so we can we can talk spoilers 
Well, I don't. I don't know if you know about what happened. I, I not really. So uh, we can get into spoilers, but yeah, like I think that with the Stephanie blindside, like Stephanie was up there against uh, uh, Josh, I believe, right? And if in Big Brother Canada ten, like third week, and Josh stayed, uh, and and um, uh, Stephanie went. I think I'm remembering that right. So it's. Uh, that one where, where, like, they say, like, Stephanie, you have been evicted and, like, her jaw dropped. I don't think we'll see that with Amira, probably, unless they're completely going to convince her that she's somehow a pawn here. Uh, and this is a power play move to take out Terrence, a backdoor to Terrence, because we're worried about his comp, uh, you know, his competition prowess. Um, yeah. Okay, well, let's get into spoilers because they didn't get to like the actual veto ceremony, which I feel like is what at bare minimum what they should give us on Wednesday night. Like, tell us was the veto used? Who are the final nominations? Let's talk about going into Thursday, especially on a week like this where Jeff and I won't be covering tomorrow night's episode. Uh, we'll have to catch up Sunday in terms of who gets evicted ultimately. Uh, but um, but yeah, let's uh, let's look ahead uh, and uh, and talk and speculate about what's to come. All right, and if you're going out here, uh, make sure to, to check us out Sunday, and we'll be back. All right, spoiler warning, here we are. Yeah, little Brittany there. So, Jeff. Yes. Tell me about the, the veto ceremony. I don't... Okay, all I've heard is that Turner basically has a big dig on... Um, Amira basically saying like, Hey, like you didn't work with me. Like you basically shrugged me off you, all my ideas. And then you also like, like it basically kind of throws it back in her face. And that's why he, he gives he, a dramatic speech when he does yes, this, he does a dramatic speech and he kind of like, he throws Amira like under the bus, like basically just like, she's um, my target basically saying to the whole house, yes. Amira is my target. And I have good reasons for nominating her. And, and she even admitted like later, like, yeah, he, you know, I did do that. You know, <laughs> what he said was true, you know? So, okay. So, and, uh, any, any reaction from Terrence that has been reported on? Uh, Terrence was very upset. It seems like that Amira and him got put on the block. He was very <laughs> mad at Turner. He didn't understand it. He thought he was good with Turner. Yeah, he he wanted to be uh, Turner's bestie, didn't he? And it, it was Jasmine took it away from him, or am I remembering that? No, Amira took it away from him. Amira picked him to be the bestie. So he's yeah. like, if Amira hadn't picked me, I would have been safe with Turner. Yeah, which might be good for him. You know, you never know. Like the person that doesn't have a bestie might have some sort of safety. You never know. Uh, yeah. Well, why take out Terrence here, right? Like, uh, what's what what, what would be the if you were even going to hypothetically flip this, what would be the what would be the reason to like if you're the if you're the if you're the leftovers? Is there any good reason to go back on this at this point? Um, I can't no. think of one. No, no, I don't think so. Like devil's advocate, like something something way out there. There's there can't be right. Like Amira is. Why, why would you take Terrence out instead? Yeah, is there any reason to flip this boat? No, and keep and keep Amira. I guess no. Amira's got no chance. She's gone. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm gonna be down a, a drafty Jeff. I thought it was look she was looking good in this game, and I think she would have been if had she had Paloma. Yes, and um, even if there hadn't been like these twists, like if they had gotten out Taylor week one, right, and uh, Paloma and then um, uh, yeah. Amira had gone on from there. Yeah, Paloma leaving changed this whole game. Because she also, the way she left mattered too. Because she never really made amends with Taylor for what she was doing to Taylor when she was in the house. Like, right. this is very important because because that didn't happen, Daniel and Nicole have this idea in their head that Taylor is the reason why Paloma left. Yeah. What, right? Where, in a way, it's because Paloma's obsession with Taylor was embarrassing and she was lying to everybody about it. Like that was what was going on. You know, she was kind and her of dad and her dad pulled her from the game. Well, that's what the rumor, but you know, the, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be pretty for her if she kind of continued doing that toward Taylor, but because she left and there was no really, there, there was nothing reconciled. 
Daniel and Nicole went on to do yeah, the same like, stuff. We'll, we'll foster this. We'll foster. We'll 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 give this sunshine. It's, we'll let it's, this this weed grow. An idea spreads, baybe. You know, like is that kind of what happened here? That's how I feel. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, comment from Mary Bass. She's saying Dan Nicole and Daniel wanted to vote Amira out, but they, they but they think she has the votes to stay. Well, so that's interesting because so you know, I, and with but that's not true is it like that, that can't be well true. yeah that would make sense they would be out of the loop dave on the leftovers they wouldn't really know what's going on right and, so i don't think they'd be more pissed if they're on the other side of the vote because there's 14 people turner doesn't vote does jasmine vote as the festy bestie hoh um uh, see that's a good question we'll have to see because they know. haven't mentioned that right i think she would vote she would vote. Okay, let's say let's say let's say she does vote. So that is that means uh, the two nominees, the three. Uh, I'm just trying to do the math here, quick. So what is there like eleven votes? Okay. Um, so how many of the leftovers? So there's six people. Right? Seven, seven in the in the leftovers. Right, but one of them. But but, Tur but Turner's Turner's one of them, so he doesn't vote. Right. So you got six votes. That's enough. That's that's half right there. That's enough. And so they, they, they but, don't they don't even need Daniel and Nicole to go. Uh, but who else votes? So forget Daniel and Nicole. Who's left? Um, who are the leftovers from the leftovers? Uh, you got Indy, Indy, Alyssa, uh, Amira, and Jasmine. Jasmine, Daniel, Nicole. No, Amira's gonna be on the block, so she's not gonna vote. Right, but right, but do you think that those people are gonna vote to save Amira? I think Indy will. Indy, I for D Nicole and Daniel to think this, like Mary Bass is saying, they have to th they have to be voting to save her. So this will be a six to five vote. No, maybe? no, he's saying they want to get her out. But they want to, how, but that's but they, how they, out they, of the loop they are, Dave. They they're like thinking, oh, let's get a mirror out. Well, I guess my question is: Are, is, are Indy and Alyssa and uh, Jasmine going to be out of the loop on this vote as well? Right, because they would want to save the mirror. Right, you think? I guess I don't know where Indy's head is at in this game, but I think that's who she's with, right? Right. It seems to like Amira is like a friend of theirs. I don't know though. Like, we'll see in the votes. You so know. a six to five vote. That what what would be the like sort of ramifications of that? Is it going to create like two distinct sides? Uh, it could. It could. I think people like Alyssa and uh, Indy and you know these players are going to notice that they're and Jasmine. Jasmine, yeah, Jasmine's. She was, she was going to be like, like kingpin or whatever, and now she, now she's just like on Lots a butter beans. Yeah, she was rocking the show for like a good few days, and now she's on the uh, IR. <laughs> well, she got a pooch, you know, like that. That, that took a she toll. Got a, she got a pooch, and it's like her leg got blown off in war. She, you know, like everything. And then she has that little squeak that goes by every time she comes, which I think they yeah. just dial up on the sound. Uh, yeah, but like. I, Without without a Mira, let's say that it is a six to five vote. Like the five people who are the five people who are on the other side of that vote, plus I guess you have Terrence, who is going to be the survivor potentially of this, yeah. right? Do you know what I think is going to happen with the twist? Like he won't have he won't have a festy bestie. Yeah, so I think he will be safe from being nominated next week. Okay, but then and they then... go the way to say that wasn't the case. I don't know if they did, but. Uh, I, that's how I feel anyway. Like this, if I were them, this is what I would do, Dave. I would make sure he's safe for a week, right? Another festy bestie gets cut in half, and then Terrence joins up with the remaining festy bestie, and then you, you know, yeah. You well, this, is, this was the this was the part that was driving me nuts about Nicole because Nicole was like, "Oh, I'll go up on the block with Taylor because if I survive that, I won't have a festy bestie anymore, and then I'm going to get some great power or some kind of great protection." Or whatever and then like i think julie said well actually uh you know the the surviving member won't it will be it will be a twist or there'll be something that will come their way but not necessarily safety and this is where nicole starts to implode you know like oh my god i have to throw a competition i'm a competitor nobody takes the fight out of me and like but it's more of this anxiety of that you might go home like it's interesting to see these contestants in both survivor and in big brother how desperate they get 
like I get, yeah. I understand kind of why, you know, you go through this whole casting process. You're finally on a show, the excitement of being on that show. You just want to be on the show maybe as long as possible. You know, winning the show seems like a dream, like a, a long shot. So you just want to see you know, how long you can go for here. But uh, it's like, I don't know, like Survivor, for instance, where like, you know, sometimes I'm like, draw the rocks, go for it, play hard, mm-hmm. you know, take a risk. You know, and don't and stop whining about it, right? Mm-hmm. They whine about the risk so much. That's what going for it is all about. <laughs> is, that, is that like a probst? Yeah, probst. You got to play hard. You got to play hard. And you got to like, dig. You got to dig. And that's what Survivor is all about. That's because, what it's all about. Because that is what Survivor is about. It is about pushing yourself to your personal limit yeah. and then seeing if you got one more step. One more step. I love the way he he ends his sentence. One more step. Pizza under the stars. Yeah. I I think he should just like read audiobooks. Yeah, no, he's awesome. Like he's that's what he's become is like a uh yeah narrative voice. You know. What's the vibe? What's the vibe of this tribe? This (laughs) tribe. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, bring up. We need some probes on here. Um, anyway, so okay, so Amir is up. There's uh, I, I, how anything else spoiler wise that we would want to get into from the feeds? Um, there's a thing where Kyle says a lot of times with big votes at tribal council, people get up and start talking, and chaos ensues. That method could be leveraged in Big Brother, so maybe that's to come. I would hate that. Like they're specifically not allowed to talk during the vote. Yeah. I hate it on survivor. I hate it when they get up and they have their little whisper sessions and Jeff just lets it happen. Yeah. I don't like it either. There's certain rules. I think in tribal council, you should have to sit on your stump. You should, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to get up and go across. No, maybe you can gesture to someone next to you. That's something, but, or make a face. Yeah. I really didn't like when they changed that. Um, I do think here. they should be able to talk when they're going to vote, though, in Survivor. I have no problem with that. Talk like when they get up. Yeah, like when people go get get up to vote, but they don't do it for I think because of fairness reasons. You know, because they want people like, oh, that person's gone, and there you say. But they do still do talk a bit, but they monitor it. I believe if it's anything. You mean they, when they get when they actually get voted out? When they're actually yeah voting, you know, when they go up one by one in Survivor. Yeah. Um. You're not supposed to talk about anything game. What you can say, doing. like, oh, I hope this rain stops or something. Or, yeah, you can say something. But... but what if you made like signals up with the other contestants? Like, I don't code, know. Codes? That, that would be fine, in my opinion. But, you know. Yeah, I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. Um, question here. Well, it's more of a comment here from uh, from Sam. He says he's watching the challenge, Jeff, USA. And he can give us updates. I know it's like Survivor people versus Big Brother people versus Amazing Race people, right? Doing something, doing challenging challenge. themselves, challenging themselves. Okay, but I don't really know anything else about the challenge. I know Foster talks about it, um, and I know it's got like a lot of alumni from these shows. But I guess I need to. I need. What's the concept? I don't, I don't need to see Kylan. You know. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'll watch. I I don't want to put it down because I do think it's probably good, but at the same time, I'm like I don't want to watch Xavier and Kyla. I already saw those guys last summer for like three months. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. I'm just I'm uh, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had enough. Of what? But Jeff, Kobe doesn't back down from a Kobe, challenge. Kobe yeah. doesn't step down from a challenge. He accepts it. He accepts. Yeah. It. That's what we talked about. If your nephew has nobody to look up to. If your nephew is look up, are they a team? Are they a team on the challenge? I think they're on it together. Yeah, I think they're on the same team. Uh, the challenge is a reality competition. Okay, I knew that part featuring alumni. I knew that part, but what's the purpose of the show? Uh, it varies season to season. I don't know what's going on with the show, guys. I, I, I'm trying. 
but I don't understand it. I, and I haven't tried it. Maybe I would like it. I don't know. Um, but we, we're glad you like it. And uh, I guess if I had to, Jeff, would you cheer? If you had to, would you have a, a favorite between those three alumni casts? Like, would you cheer for Survivor players over Big Brother players? Or would you just probably a Survivor first, Big Brother second, Amazing Race, your third? For sure. Yeah. Third. Yeah. <laughs> third. Distant third. Distant third. You know. Yeah. Do, do, do. You know, how, how many. How many like uh, couples can I see argue about getting directions? Do you know, uh, like Amazing Race Canada, they're doing it again only in Canada. It's terrible. Lame. It's terrible. It's not it's amazing. Okay. That's like that's just a race. It's just the Canadian race. Let's call it the Canadian race or something. Yeah, yeah. It's not not good. not unamazing. Amazing. I mean, Canada uh, is big, but man, as cool as going somewhere else. Well. Maybe if you're gonna do it all in a car or something, maybe. But like, uh, the amazing yeah. race, like literally, COVID was the worst thing for the amazing race because every country you go into, you have to like quarantine. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like yeah. the worst thing they could possibly do. Like Survivor is actually better because they can quarantine, get there, and then do the show, right? Yeah. Even that amazing. Thing not, they, did they lose a whole year of show, of, of seasons? Uh, at least half for survivor at least half a season i think amazing race uh but i think with, who's the guy who does amazing race phil phil keogan yeah he's doing like toughest nails as well right so he's got right. got, got the two shows to keep busy that probably is like a month-long shoot or whatever amazing race or whatever. you know what i mean that's probably not that bad uh probably i mean yeah i guess not right because there's only it, it's meant to go fast and yeah. you it's expensive, obviously, because you got to fly people everywhere and set up production in all these different places. That's why you need it to be short. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, like I, I, I love the season that Rob and Amber, Boston Rob and Amber, were on. Right, and that's really the only season I've really ever watched. I've watched a bunch of other ones. The twenties that I watched, they were on Amazers twice before they went got to Survivor. Right, I know that. Yeah, I remember them from Survivor, and then I, I think I watched the first Amazing Race of Canada, but that was only in Canada, only because it had the people from Body Break participation. If you know what I'm talking about, tell us in the comments. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Joanne McLeod and the other guy. Hal anyway, Johnson. Hal Johnson. Hal Johnson. That's right. Uh, stay fit and have fun. Body Break. Body Break. Oh yeah, Body Break. All right. Well, Jeff, I think we can get out of here and we can close the book on this episode, which was explosive. I I, I did enjoy this. I want some drama in the house sometimes, you know. Yeah. yeah uh, and I think we got it here. And it was kind of it was kind of like a, a nice uptake on the roller coaster. All right. So, like we said, we won't be here tomorrow night. Uh, if we get eliminated from our hockey tournament, uh, we will um, uh, have free nights more. Uh, if not, we'll have to go from there. But we, if we can tie up the series tomorrow, we are going to try to. So. Go Admirals against the Milton Bombers in game two of our playoff series. Um, what else? Check out our Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel, where we talk about Star Trek all the time. Like on Star Trek Mondays, we talk about Star Trek Enterprise rewatch, which we're going back 20 years ago. Oh. Mm -hmm. Why is this working? Oh, the wrong. That's wrong. 20 years? That's right. There we go. And on start Monday, uh, Monday night, Star Trek Enterprise. Faith of the heart. Uh, on Tuesdays, Jeff, Star Trek Deep Space Nine at nine ish. Come to court. Court is fun. Come right now. Go for Run. Check out that on Tuesdays. Yep. Uh, of course, our Big Brother coverage here. Uh, and then uh, we, well, right in about a month's time, we'll be coming back for Star Trek Lower Decks, which is coming back on um, August 25th, uh, right before the wedding, Jeff. Mm -hmm. uh, and then what else? Uh, obviously, Strange New World, Discovery, Prodigy, all the new Star Trek shows that have come out. We've had, we have got reviews out there. Make sure to comment and subscribe on our Live Long and Podcast channel. Trivial Debates, our third channel, where we argue movies, TV, sports, and more in a game show format once a month. Jody just hosted the most recent edition on uh, Sunday. You can check out that uh, episode with Jeff and Davin and Chris uh, all competing. It was a really good one. Uh, really, we'll be doing one uh, towards the end of August as well. Check out. Uh, keep an eye out for that one as well and what else uh we got um uh, our friends podcast like michael chan and alex blackburn every wednesday they do the hellbound podcast uh, a great horror themed podcast uh my son amen has got let's talk about fighting games which he does under his alias sam jerka 
And then our cousin, Davin Skellhorn, he's got Locutors of Trek, which he does with his friend Dave. They talk, they talk Star Trek over there. And he's got X-Men, the animated series X-Rated. Um, and uh, I might be making an appearance on that next week, uh, talking about the episode with the Juggernaut. You know, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. That's the episode we might be talking about here. How could you say these things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How could you say these things? <laughs> So, uh, so th- check out all our different podcasts. We hope you like it. And uh, thanks for being with us tonight um, for the Big Brother Week 3 Power Veto Recap and Analysis. All right. And uh, let's let's go out on a, on a clip here, Jeff, uh, as we, we say goodnight. Uh, I think we got we to gotta go with the, with the Kyle. All right. Here we go. Bring your appetites, America, because the leftovers are about to become the main course. This is going to be insane. And oh, this game is wild. I went from being completely alone to now being brought in as the key member of the Leftovers Alliance. I guess what Julie says is true. Expect the unexpected.